What's the best way to remove fog? During World War II, up to 450,000 liters of fuel was used per hour to burn away the fog, so that pilots returning from missions could land safely. It was called Fog Investigation and Dispersal Operation, or FIDO for short. Welcome to Two Thirds Focused. I'm Rasmus. And I'm cold. Are you the doctor? I'm not. What? But I, I could be. What, I, what? I love that one. That was like, a, you looked so confused right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. because this episode is happening in the future past. Is it? No, this what? is happening right now. No, that's the, the yeah. This one is, is... Yes, but we're coming back from another episode, which is going to be later. The, oh, okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah, which is in the future. Exactly. I, my like, head hurts. Yeah, don't worry. That's fine. I'll go cross-eyed if you keep talking about this. <laughs> How are you? Right? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We yeah. have had ultimate snow chaos in Oslo today, oh. which is fun. Tell, tell more? Mm-hmm. Because what is snow? It's white fluffy stuff that falls from the sky. Not dandruff, that's different. <laughs> Do you have many different words for snow in Norway? I mean, a few, but we're not like the Sami people. Yeah. Or the Inuits or anything like that. Yeah. So you have, you have basically two or three, like regular snow, wet snow and dry snow. Uh, maybe five or six. Okay, that much. Okay. Plus, like, fifteen different dialect words for the same things. Okay, it's getting boring. So, which one was it today? <laughs> <laughs> it was the powdery kind, okay, light and cool. fluffy, and a lot right. of it. Which is kind of annoying because when you try to move it and there's a bit of wind, you always manage to toss it all the snow into the wind, so it just blows yeah. into your face. Yeah. <laughs> like no matter what direction you throw the snow, it always blows back on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the fun snow. That's the, yeah, the, it is. Well, it is. Well, also, it's the kind of snow that if you were to like jump out of a two-story building uh-huh. or at the, at the second floor, you land with a stereotypical like voice. Nice. <laughs> and then, you, of course, you hit the ground and you hurt. But I mean, it, yeah. it looks really cool. Okay. Cool. <laughs> have you tried that uh, recently? Not recently. Okay. I have climbed out of windows and into snow piles and then skied, like skied out of a window at one point and oh. things like that. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Summer camp, or not summer camp, like Norwegian scout camps things. But that was a long time ago. Yes. You yeah. said before I was born, you would probably say. Yeah, I was going to. <laughs> it, so that's fine. You said snow ca- uh, chaos. Are the, were the people faced by it in Norway? Uh, yeah. Uh, today, I don't know, even know how much it's come down today. I think it's been like 20, 30 centimeters, maybe more. That's not bad. Yeah. No, it's it's um, enough for a city like Oslo for like everybody to just slows down and it goes wonky. So chaos on the on the road, or like people are used to it and doing fine. Anyway. I mean, it feels like it's a very notable difference compared to the first snow chaos we had. Yeah, because like a lot of vehicles didn't actually have their snow tires on or winter tires on. Okay. But now, of course, everybody already have because we have had like intermittent snow and frost and all of it for two months. Yeah. But... And those who didn't are stuck on the side of the road and... Yeah, we point and laugh and have a giggle. That's fine. That's, yeah. fine. that's, that's, that's the usual. That's what needed. Yeah. Good, good, good. 
good. Uh, Jan, can you explain a little bit? <laughs> I was almost hoping we wouldn't address it for the entire episode. And then people oh, would be coming just go, what the know. fuck is this? Yeah, sorry. Because <laughs> I, I was confused when I logged in. Paul. I feel like a unicorn today. Yeah. No, it's um, I felt like getting into something warm and comfy. And I opened up my uh, like one of the drawers. And it's like the first thing I saw was my That's unicorn great. onesie. So it's just um, like, yeah, what the hell not? And then, I needed a, and then I needed a matching background. Yes, that looks very nice. Yeah. Other than that, like as we're speaking, the Christmas market is coming to an end outside. Yeah. Um, so that is, I makes me incredible happy and sad at the same time. Why is that? Uh, because the a lot of the people that are here for about four, like the, that Christmas market goes for four weeks. And yeah. it's the big, biggest medieval one in, in Germany, as I talked before. And uh, we know a lot of the, the, the people that are working there. Mm. So it's sad to see them go again because there's a lot of laughter and a lot of like a good time we had and they are from all over the place. So yeah. to get them all together in one place is just like this time of the year. And But other than that, I am so happy when all those tourists are gone. How many I mean, people, we're, how many we're talking people, about um, approximately a million visitors. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Buses and buses and trains of trains. And I mean, there's only, what is Esslingen has like, what, 90,000 citizens? Mm -hmm. And then you have a million visitors wow. just for four weeks. And I can't wait to have the city back to myself. Yeah. Because like it stops like tonight at 8.30 and then they're going to start tearing everything down. And yeah. by tomorrow morning, probably over half of the booths are going to be gone. Wow. Yeah. Does it take a long time to clean this? I mean, clean. I, I suppose that that many people in a small town are creating a mess somehow. I mean, we have the, the normal cleaning service, and then when they um, clean, uh, so basically they, they tear down their booth or take down their booth, they take everything away, like everybody leaves. And then you're going to have the um, city cleaners basically yeah. drive over the marketplace and just sweep the rest of it up. And like in so today's it's, 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 it's like nothing has happened. Like in, within two days, it's going to be like nothing has happened. Okay. It's um, Thursday as we're recording this. And on Saturday, only the, like the weekly market, the farmer's market is going to be in the area where the, um, where the Christmas market is now. So uh, in two days, everything's going to be gone. I'm jealous of that German efficiency. That's not the way how it works here. Uh, the, the, we, have, we have summer parties in mm -hmm. southern France. Uh, every big city has a big like festival during summer a few of them are really really big and and it like the city needs at least a week to recover from that kind of of, of events hmm. even though everyone is working to make it nice and to like clean the city afterwards but it, it takes a long time yeah, but this, that's because you guys have a lot of cheese when you celebrate cheese makes you slow yeah, 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 probably, <laughs> probably. Talking about that, I had a raclette yesterday, a real one without baguette. And but yeah, after that, you're I missing out, man. You're missing out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't no, I'm not sure. No, <laughs> let's close the debate for once and for all. No, I, no baguette. You always baguette. say you have the best baguette, so why don't you take the best thing with the best thing? Because because that's not how it works. <laughs> Baguettes are for morning or. Yeah, I'm gonna make t-shirts. No baguette with a raclette. That, that's that's that's. I can that's eat baguettes all day. Yeah, I know. I know. 
I, 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 I know, I know. But anyway, <laughs> I, I, I did nothing after the Daraclet. And, and yeah, because motivation is is going low after a good Daraclet. And everybody is, is moving very slow, as Jan was saying. So. And, and that, that, that segues beautifully. That, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's your cue. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it, it's something I've been thinking a lot about, especially today, mm-hmm. with like when it is no chaos, you can't hurry. It, it, if you try, it just won't end well. And even if you try uh, and it, it doesn't immediately go off the road, then you're still just angry and frustrated in traffic. Yeah. So it's like, no, it's it's a thing where like you just have to breathe through it. But also when it comes to just doing jobs and it's like, I can stress about this thing and I will make mistakes or it won't be as good as I would like, or I can try to slow down mm. and catch myself and improve upon things along the way. And it will be at least good enough, if not close to perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is also to say, I did finish up a job today that I will have to drive off to a cost customer. Either. Was that the the job you were late for? Uh, well, this is one job I'm late for. Yes. Okay, so is is being late for a job a good way to advocate for the move slowly thingy? Because it could work. I mean, if you really think about that, the deadline that you impose yourself on a project or you give to a client is never really accurate unless that's really something that you are used to do or, or that you have yeah. already done in part or is, is like ready in your stock. When someone comes to you and say, oh, can you make me this? Hmm. It's always an approximation. The, 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 the quote for the price is your rate usually by the hour or whatever. But if you estimate that it's going to take you three days to do, and in the end it costs you a week, and I use posts uh, consciously, mm. you're losing money and the client is not happy because it, the, the project is late. But hurrying through your project in order to be um, to, to stick to the quote that you gave doesn't mean that the, the the end product will be as good as it could have been if you had taken your time. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Um, and also the thing I'm kind of struggling with and how to communicate time expectations with the customer. Mm-hmm. Because I have markets and I need to, and I sell things online and I need to restock the website and all of that. Yeah, I, I can't set aside a lot of time all at once to work on a project. Mm-hmm. But I know in hindsight, especially, that I have struggled with communicating that to the customer and saying like, yeah, it, it is maybe a three-day job, Yeah, but that doesn't mean it will be done in three days. Yeah, it doesn't mean you are available right away to, to do it. Yeah, yeah okay. And do people understand that or, or not? Well, I what I've been better with recently is to just give them the price yeah, and not tell them how much time I'm going to spend on it. Okay. And then also just try to say, like, I will start on it at this point. Yeah. And hopefully I'll have it done within this time, but we'll see. Yeah. 
but it is like a lot of people like they really need things right done right here right now mm. for whatever reason mm. and it's like okay i can make that work i try to have enough flex in my schedule so i can do those things but yeah. like with earlier this year that sometimes meant i was working till nine or ten o'clock in the evening to finish things for them to pick up the next day yeah. but then they also pay that price they pay that extra for it is this something you do all over the year or is this now something before christmas Well, it's now before Christmas because it's things I would was hoping to have done in October, November, that kind of thing. But see, this is something that I found out what I find really funny is with the Christmas time for us, we kind of, it's for us, it's a set date, something we work against too. Yeah. There's really not any, any difference except that a lot of people are taking vacation and day off during that time. Yeah. Um, but I think it's funny how we're always working. Like it gets immensely stressful in like November because you get, try to get all the shit done. And then it's now three days before Christmas. And of course there's like one or two important things, but this is where things slow down because most people are already on vacation. Yeah. And yeah. also it's a mindset because I already said to my wife last, uh, when was it last week? It's like, you know what? there's no way I'm going to save the world this year. Mm. Like this, it's too late to save the world now. So yeah. now yeah. we can basically get back and I can already feel like the direct relaxation coming a little bit. And thankfully I got all the presents in time and everything, but it's mm. really a mind thing because when I think about it, other nationalities, they don't celebrate Christmas. Like Japan, for example, they, they have it on a commercial side, yeah. but yeah. it's not like yeah, they're yeah. having four or five days off. For them, that's golden week. They, they, they never have five days off. <laughs> ah, gold, golden week is... Yeah, they have the golden week. And if they manage to do the thing correctly, they can have a, a full week for sure. But yeah, Christmas is just like... In Japan, it's more like... Wait, wait, sorry. Explain the golden week thing. I haven't heard the, about this. The golden week is a few days off on the Japanese calendar that are, are stuck together, meaning that you can have a week of not working like for free. And that's the time of the year in May that people are traveling uh, inside okay. the, whole the country, country at the same time. Yeah, every, everybody is on a vacation at the same time. So if you want to go in a train and go like in the, the southern Japan, you're fucked. You will travel standing, <laughs> standing in, in, in the Shinkansen. If you want mm -hmm. to take the plane, if you have no reservation and, and haven't booked a reservation like six months earlier, yeah, it's going to be difficult for you. So okay. the best thing to do is to avoid Japan and traveling in Japan during this week, that mm -hmm. week of the golden week. But yeah, Christmas is very different. It, it, it's more like a, a young people thing. Yeah, you should, yeah, you should be. You should be. Uh, you should be in a restaurant, uh, then watching the cinema, and if everything goes well, in a love hotel at the end of the evening <laughs> when you are young. If you are not doing that, you're doing Christmas wrong, or Christmas <laughs> has been wrong to you or with you. Uh, okay. usually how they see things after that there is family uh, more and more families are celebrating christmas today the, the, the way we, quote unquote would do it uh, with christmas trees and present and and everything even though they are absolutely not religious and they have, they have no connection with christianity it's like jan was saying it's a market thing uh, they, they have been sold the idea of celebrating christmas that way And and it's um, it's spreading across Japan, but they don't have days off like we have, like end of the years, uh, at the end of the year holidays for like a week. So yeah, I understand and agree. And the the 
the fact that Christmas is this kind of emblematic date uh, where, okay, this holiday starts that day and till early January, nothing will work. Nobody will work. Uh, the country is off. Uh, it's very much the case in France as well, which is kind of stupid in a sense because people who are working in in a lot of jobs just have the 25th off to be celebrating with their family. But the 26th, they will be at work like like every other day. So yeah. the, the world shouldn't stop for Christmas uh, and therefore we shouldn't see that day or that week as a, a deadline for anything. Mm-hmm. It I is, mean, it's, it's, so sorry, yeah. Russ, just to throw that in, like, I think it's really nice to have that, especially we celebrate on the 24th in the evening here in Germany. Mm-hmm. And then okay. we have the 25th and the 26th are bank holidays. Okay. So it is it is a longer period. And then because New Year's also, the first is also a bank holiday yeah. um, that invites for having that time off. So in a case of having vacation, it's basically I can compare that to Golden Week where it's it's a time off but yeah. it's just funny because all our dates and because it's the new year starts it's a mainly our mindset i believe that gives yeah. us that and a lot of people it's, it does the opposite it really took me a while and this is why steph and i went on vacation for the last couple of years during christmas time um it took a while to actually slow down and not get stressed before christmas quick question why the 26 is bank holiday in germany and nowhere because we like having days off. Exactly. We can't. You can't beat us at that. <laughs> it's impossible. But is there, is there a reason, like your religious or government? It's, 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 it's government? Christian holiday. Christian so holiday, yeah, it's yeah. the first. They call it the first and the second day of um, Christmas. Of Christmas. Yeah. Okay. It used to be twelve days, but okay, okay. Budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's only twenty twenty fifth here. That is bank holidays and bank holiday. After that, it's uh, yeah January first. So if you and but a lot of people take days off to have like a full week or or two weeks yeah. to to be with the family, which is completely fair and makes sense. What is weird to me is this. Um, well, I was watching a video that that sent sent me a link. Uh, sent me a link to uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. and um, we'll, I, I'm sure we'll do an episode about that because it was very interesting. But the the woman uh, in the video in the podcast was talking about the January first, which is uh, I don't remember how she called that, but it's a, like a landmark date or something like that. She she's, uh, uses a very specific term. To I don't know all the terms she said, but yeah, it's. I'm still no it is sort of the the it marks a new beginning kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly it so people tend to see the january 1st like and and it goes with all the the new year new me bullshit that we hear all, yeah. all, all yeah. the time it's like it's the beginning of the year so i'm going to do something new i'm going to change my habits and so on and so on and it's probably something for business like is the time to reset and uh, in that sense, I am not against it, far from it. And I, 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 I think it makes sense to have those period of the year where you can actually, before that, that date, slow down, think about what's happening, uh, who you are, what you want, what, where you want to go. 
so that episode of the podcast uh, you sent me raised made totally made sense for me because i am that's what i'm usually doing right before christmas until january 1st doesn't mean that i'm taking big decisions and that i am going to change a lot of things uh, when it comes when when the new year starts but it's it's this period of just before christmas till uh, everybody's back to work in january is like the very slow period of the year for me mm-hmm. probably because i am in france and everybody takes holidays mm-hmm. and it happens twice a year it's that period of the the year and also in august august the country is mm-hmm. is dead everybody's out everybody's in holidays no nobody works so the 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 country stops So to me those two periods are a good occasion to slow down, take it slow and think and uh make decisions but not um under the uh excitement of I have something to do mm. or the pressure pressure of I have something to do but um yeah just just take things slow Mm-hmm. and even even if i have work to do it's like yeah man uh deadline uh, after january 1st because now it's not the time I'm, i'm gonna think spend time with my family and and just take the time to do nothing at the beginning of the episode we didn't cover what we've done this week but i've done fuck all this week absolutely mm-hmm. nothing it's on purpose because i know that next week my kid will be in holidays tomorrow is his last day of school he'll be home for two weeks and i really intend to spend time with him and have fun with him and and not work that much therefore mm. the week before when he's still at home uh, at school i take the time to think about what we're going to do for the next two weeks how i can um work better be more efficient the project that I, i want to be working on for the next three months or maybe year and so on and so on so taking that time going slow is is actually a good thing depending on circumstances of course mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i mean and the time the time is inviting for it because we are it's the darkest time of the year um it gets dark fast mm. stays dark pretty long it's cold outside um i mean rest it's fantastic you have snow we have rain yeah um, <laughs> yeah the, the worst thing that basically happens after that is it freezes down and makes a huge chaos yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's just not an inviting time it's like one of those times where you love to sit at home and cuddle up and you feel lethargic and i mean i i had like a glass of eggnog earlier like without the alcohol but just like that and uh um oh i got it over an import store because they don't really sell eggnog in germany they call it um also an egg drink eye punch but it's Mm. not the same the the recipe is slightly different so it doesn't taste the same and then i found that u.s import site that basically i mean it was for way too much money but i got myself a six pack of eggnog <laughs> i had no idea you could buy that i always thought it was like a, the family recipe that you are doing okay cool yeah you can no you can make it but i've never like i'm probably too stupid to make it because it never made it good and this one is actually the same um i think it's from uh denmark i think they okay. also have it but it's also hmm. the same one they sell in the u.s okay 
So what's in it? It's like with like egg, milk, egg, green, and milk, like lots of green, lots of sugar, raw eggs usually, and alcohol. Uh, that's what you add yourself. Like okay. This itself comes alcohol free, and you can drink it alcohol free. Like this was I'm doing. Like if I would put some rum in that, I would be probably just hanging in there right now. <laughs> no, um, but then you have the your gingerbread and everything. So it's like those. You have the heavy meals. You have the the hot chocolates. You have like everything. Yeah. Carbohydrates and calories. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of love that time because you can just actually, sit at home lethargic. Actually, that reminds me. I. Well, one thing I did this week that I forgot to mention is I had an open forge day yesterday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, I, uh, I sold for just, well, yeah, just about 500 euros. And then a customer came back today and bought two more things. Nice. Okay. But, but also, also, the good thing. Do you realize that when someone asks you, how did it go? The first answer you should give is not the amount of money that you made. You, you should be talking about how you felt and the relationship. I was with the coming people. to that. I was starting okay. with, with the material, with the material, an important thing, so okay. they can get the important thing. Because, with the true spirit of Christmas. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I had I had a customer stop by with a box of gingerbread cookies for me. Oh, oh! So all day nice. today, I was munching gingerbread cookies in between, in between, in between work. That's cool. And now I'm all out of gingerbread cookie. Uh, you, you shouldn't have Unless you know, we know you're hungry in one day. I, I, under, I don't understand the words you're saying right now. <laughs> you, you know the story of the what's it's the ant and the what? The the you don't know the story of the there's there's two small bags. One is uh the, it's not a cricket. I don't know how it's called. A grasshopper it's, or something. <laughs> Something like that. This green annoying thing oh. that the bugs that yeah. make noise during summer. Yeah. And one and, and it's it is always singing, it's always making sounds. And uh, the ant is working all day, every day to gather food for winter. And and when winter comes and the small bugs has nothing to eat, goes to the ant saying, uh, I have nothing to eat. And the aunt tells uh, the other bag, well, you should have, you should not have spent all summer singing. You should have been working and gathering yes, food. Yes. So now go die in the forest. Basically, that's the the, the 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 end of the story. You know that story, right? Yeah. Okay. What's your point? It's, don't don't be the grasshopper. Be the ant. Keep cookies for tomorrow. I have I have plenty of food. No, the 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 cookie you said you were out of the cookies. Yeah, because you Those, ate them all. Yeah, because okay. they were good and they were fresh. Okay, <laughs> so never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't see your point. <laughs> I refuse to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I shouldn't be saying stupid stuff about food. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> to you. Yes, especially. <laughs> I love I love the look on his face though when you said you should have saved the food and Rasmus just like what, what are you talking what? about? Yeah. What what is this foreign concept you're trying to introduce into the serious conversation? <laughs> Sorry, my bad. Yes, I won't do, I won't do it again. Please. <laughs> what were we uh, talking great. about? Uh, slow. Slow. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And the time of the year, and that it's really like the time for it is inviting i just find it funny 
because we are talking about slowing down and for most people they get stressful before christmas why is that yeah i, I refuse to yeah but this is good but this is something you have to and this is something you have to learn yeah but because uh, it what, is the time everybody i think it's because everybody talks about to slow down but, but you does. also have to do stuff so people freak out about stuff they still have to do before they can slow down which puts what, them into what, stress what are the things that you have to do before christmas that that Presence, that's important visiting family okay visiting family is the, the thing that you have today on the day of christmas basically yeah, yeah because right? food because food because free food no, no Not, yeah well food in general but okay. yeah food in general yeah okay. <laughs> uh but the the this year especially especially this year i did something about the present that i didn't do the other day the previous not the other day the other year previous i started ordering and buying the gifts like a month ago because i know that i knew that this year especially this year it it would be crazy in the store to go and find the things that I wanted to buy as as a gift for all people that I, I, I will give them to. It saved me so much time, so much energy. So energy. Uh, I was at peace when I was doing it because I was not rushing to get the present that I needed or that I wanted. Yep. You turn back, you see that pile of your presents you already have at home while everybody else is running around headless and you just yeah. think yourself, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, because, and, and I managed to have my parents go with me on that one because I I showed them that the prices of most of the stuff are up by 50% uh, two weeks before Christmas. Mm. So you, you should start early you should start in october or november to and 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 buy the thing that you are planning to give like friday is a perfect yeah or whenever get your presents yeah whenever but the two weeks before christmas is just like hell in the stores and the prices are, are going through the roof and your anxiety is as well and you are rushing and it's it's tiring and i don't see the point mm-hmm. because christmas should be a time of celebration relaxation good times and i refuse to go crazy about present like going in a shop last minute to buy the thing that i think will be appreciated fighting with people over it or, or being in a crowded place no that's i i don't do that usually like never so why why put myself through this and that's good that you don't and it's good that you don't have to but there's a lot of people that do i know and and that's something i i struggle to understand like rushing last minute is something that i can do with my my work that's usually how i work for anything it can be intellectual or it can be making stuff or the the pressure of the deadline works very well on me um when i had to to write my phd thesis uh, it took me six years the five the the first five years and 11 months were research and reading and stuff and procrastination and a little bit a little bit of procrastination (laughs) uh but but i i finished on time Meaning that I I managed to write the thing in less than one month. It took me actually three weeks 
because um, I know that I, now I know, I didn't at, at the time, but now I know that I'm really good at working efficiently last minute with a, a fair amount of pressure over my mm -hmm. head. But when it comes to fucking shopping, there is absolutely no way that I'm going to queue, that I'm going to fight, run, or, or argue with someone over buying something. You know, there's a German tradition that basically a lot of people buy their presents on the 24th in the morning. Why? I don't know, but it is, I can tell you that at least this year, nobody's going to do it. I, I hope so. No, uh, oh, me too, because if they don't think about it, they're fucked basically by the time this airs. <laughs> because yeah. the 24th is a Sunday mm. and shops oh. are closed on Sunday in Germany. <laughs> so that yeah. also that's weird. Why are you... Uh, so people in Germany, people need to rush towards shops and whatever they need to buy for Christmas, but they don't open the, the stores the day before that, even, even if it's a Sunday? No, no, no. There's no exception. There's, no, there's no store open on Sunday in Germany. Forget it. That's weird. We 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 can have like exception uh, throughout the year. Yeah, we uh, we do also like Sundays. sales open Sundays, and they're a huge thing. And people basically travel to them like it's Mecca. It's okay. absolutely insane. Like mm. because they don't have six other days to buy that shit, they have to go on a Sunday. Yeah, I'm not talking about Christmas. I'm just talking about like in general. Um, so yeah, no, but it was kind of amusing because this time actually, um, it, it's, it's a Sunday, the Christmas day. So yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I hope people are prepared and yeah. ready to say, well, else it's going to be a lot of uh, vouchers from the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I was I was thinking about another thing about the slowing down in the end of the year thing is um, I'm wondering, and this is just as we're talking, if I'm or if in my case, if I'm actually slowing down on Christmas or if it's just going back to normal, because there is such a rush just mm. before Christmas with the end of the year visits. And I've been basically traveling nonstop for the last couple of weeks. So right now, for me, it completely feels like slowing down. But yeah. I still had a, like a normal working day today. It can be by contrast. It's just, I mean, it's, yeah. it's slowing down in the case that there's not a lot of emails coming in. It's only like the um, right now maintenance departments that need spare parts that are already working on the machines because most people are already on vacation. Mm. But uh, so there's not a lot of uh, inquiries that we get. Yeah. But other than that, I'm thinking it just it feels so much slower right now than it actually is. And I think it's just because the last couple of weeks were really stressful. Yeah, I I think, I mean, it does it matter though whether you are slowing down. It just matters of are you slowing down more than what your normal medium is. Medium yeah, because the because the medium was raised so much over the last couple of weeks, and no, and this is something that is important for me. The, the most important thing is not re if it's actually slowing down. It is important for you to feel that you're slowing down. Yes, as something to allow yourself to wind down a little bit. That's that's kind of what I was leading to as well, yeah. and like to me, I I notice with myself that I work in kind of waves of intensity and then relaxing a bit mm -hmm. and then intensity again. Mm -hmm. That's never really been really intentional, but it means that I end up going in these cycles of like I have this perpetual sense of there's a shit ton I need to do and mm. should be doing. Yeah. And because of self-employment, like that stress is very much on you all the time. Yeah. But then it comes in periods of like, oh, now I have 
a lot of things I have said yes to that is coming to a deadline. I should hurry up and get those shit that shit done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it's just approaching a deadline and it's like, oh, I need to really focus on this. I can't spend so much time taking care of other things just for fun. Hmm. Yeah. And then that's done. And then I can go back into a little dip and just have it more relaxed, take it more slowly and do more of those like maintenance around the cleaning around the shop and relaxing a bit more. Yeah. But yeah. still like having that stress in the background, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And it's just the same here. It's like almost every single business is always in peaks. I barely know, or I, I, on the top of my head, I can't think of any business that has like a constant level of work. Oh, I can give you two or three. Okay, because right now I can really think of one. And it's also when we do the whole industry automotive, it's like waves with mm -hmm. business inclining and then increasing again. And you'll have those curves going through. Uh, there, there is one big one, and that is toilet paper. There is, there is no cycles in toilet paper. At all. Oh, oh, you, oh you, 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 then you've experienced a different um, pandemic no, no. than I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. So there was a shortage of toilet paper because people were rushing to buy them. Yeah. It's yeah. Statistically yeah, speaking, throughout the whole year, they sold the same amount. Yes, but they also were not meeting demand in that case. Well, yeah, because people are crazy and buying up too much. Exactly. Yeah. But still, but they have to ramp up production in order no, they, to. They, they didn't. The needs. They decided not to. Exactly. So they people were because, more murdering for toilet paper. But no, the, the, reason, the reason I heard on some podcasts way back when that was a big issue at the beginning of the pandemic was that if we produce a surplus or ramp up production, produce more now, mm -hmm. we will have a surplus and not have enough work in three months, in six months. Yep. So it, it is more beneficial for us and our employees, they said, to keep production level as normal. It's the lot of you who fucked up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And happened, I kind of agree. It happened in 2011 in Japan as well, just after the, the bigger earthquake and the tsunami and mm. Fukushima and everything. There was the first thing that, that was lacking, the first one in the stores where toilet paper mm -hmm. but it was not because of people having a stupid reaction to it it was because the the, the factories manufacturing mm -hmm. the toilet paper were in the the Fukushima area and were destroyed oh. by the tsunami and therefore people oh. were rushing to get toilet paper before the lack of it because they didn't want for, to import anything at first oh well that's also Japan being weird yeah, and that's a fucking country where you can literally wash your butt and don't need toilet paper on a daily yeah. basis. And that's, yeah. that's very unique to the world. So that, that was even weirder to have to, like, not fight, but be prepared and stock uh, toilet paper for at least six months. We had to do that, which was... I mean, that, yeah, that's kind of... Also, the reason why you don't wait by buying new toilet paper when you are in the last roll. Mm, exactly. If you're good about it, you buy a new bag when you're halfway through the old one. So you always have plenty. Yeah, but if you are yeah, really good about it. It's a Euro pallet in his basement stacked up with the toilet paper. Then it doesn't <laughs> matter because there's in two weeks, there's no toilet paper or in four weeks, there's still no toilet paper available. 
So therefore, when you are very good, you you find new ways, to, to new new stuff that can be used as toilet paper. I think I think there is a medieval manuscript somewhere that depicted or explained how you should use a goose, a live one. <laughs> a goose. Okay. Nope. No. Okay. I, want, I, I, I thought more along know. the line. So, okay, tell me, wh which one is your least favorite book in that bookshelf? <laughs> no, <laughs> well, something has to go. <laughs> you, you know, you, you actually know why toilet paper was invented. Glossy magazines. What do you mean? Pa uh. Paper technology changed. You could, it was cheaper to sell really fancy magazines that were glossy. Before that, people would use whatever they had on hand. Newspaper. Like newspaper. Yeah. Exactly. But then people wouldn't bring... Leaves. Yeah, and leaves and moss and whatever and was handy. Whoops. Sand. It, 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 I don't know how true that is. It, it is in a medieval manuscript. I'm sure someone can Google that up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to find that. The Romans I, I need use, to see it now. I mean, the Romans use a sponge on a stick. Yeah, and it was a common one for everyone. Yeah, which is less ideal. But uh, yes. hey, considering they also were drinking lead on a daily basis, I don't think the sponge on a stick was the biggest problem. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> how, did we, how did we get from slowing down to toilet paper and the way of people used because that of the Because history? of the chops and the curves. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Can we go back to the topic, please? <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, yeah, well done. No, Thank we you. just had that topic. <laughs> How do you decide, though, to slow down? Because if it's related to business, if it's related to your clients, but you are still in a rush because you still have deadlines, how do you push yourself towards that thing, that, that period of time that you really know that you, that break that you, you really know you should take? With the, Even if it's not a full break, like just, just slowing down. In the time you realize that you're not going to save the world at the end of the year. Yeah, but that's a good realization. But that 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 implies, uh, to me, that implies two things. Taking a break is when you when you need it, mm -hmm. and you realize that yeah yeah okay I'm I'm not going to save the world this week, so I can I can slow down and take a, a little break, and it's not going to hurt anything. Or you are breaking. You yeah, are just... on the edge of mm -hmm. getting sick, getting sick, sorry, um, uh, or, or having a, uh, uh, being burned out or, or, or just die. That's what's happening in Japan as well. We were talking about Japan, like the Karoshi is a real thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is, this is two really different things. Like the one is external. Uh, so the Christmas time right now is basically because everybody's on vacation. Mm -hmm. So you can't get information on like internally in your company. Externally, no one is available to talk to. Production is basically closed at a lot of places. So this is externally. So you can slow down with a good conscience. Because, that, it's not, that should be a because it's not you who's not doing your work. It's something completely different for Rasmus. If he has his deal in his forge and he can produce his work, then yeah, it has to come from Rasmus. This is not an external. In that for, sense, For Rasmus, yeah. it would be forced if the steel supplier would be on vacation and there would be no steel supplied or no gas supplied for the gas forge. That's like the external part for it. Yeah, but in that sense, Christmas and seeing everybody slowing down should be a signal for people like Rasmus that they should slow down as well. 
Not necessarily, because for me, a long time Christmas was the most busiest time I had in the year. When, back when I was a service engineer, because when everybody else was gone and on vacation, I was the one climbing into machines and repairing them. Because that was the only downtime where people were not producing stuff on the machines. So for me, the right. Christmas time, there was basically, mm -hmm. I was not allowed to take any vacation between the years. Okay. And we, even on the holidays, like official, the bank holidays, they paid us basically in bonus if we worked there. I mean, there's, there's lots of industries like that, though. Like yeah. anyone in a service industry that relies on evening and weekend guests. I mean, cooks, their whole business service. is... Say again? Uh, cooks, um, like yeah. everything, like restaurants, uh, the food business, yeah, that, that, because everybody wants I mean, to enjoy the Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah, and, and well, not only Christmas, like throughout the whole year, their whole business is built around catering to people who is there to have fun and relax. Mm. Right? So I... I couldn't quite have less sympathy for someone who is stressing in an industry built upon stress or mm -hmm. working when other people are relaxing. Mm. Uh, I very much don't want that for myself, but if that's how you thrive, then sure. And a lot of people don't do that because they... Uh, most know. people don't. You can argue. Exactly. Like if as a service engineer, I know my downtime would be later in the year. Yeah. And I mean, that, that's kind of the same for a lot of teachers as well. Like, yeah, they work a lot and stress a lot throughout the whole school year. And then generally speaking, they have a lot of free time or vacation time when school's out. Oh, you think it's free time and vacation. It's absolutely not. It's time yeah, not That's be... what every teacher says, but I know. Yeah, and that, basically that's what fucking 90 people, 90% 90 of the people need to understand. Well, for my dad, it was, but it was, exactly. he was really efficient and also plus minus a bit of ADHD. So he was able to just work really efficiently and smartly during the school year. Because he could, but it's not it's not the, how it works most of the time. No, 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 of course not. But also, like, from my case, when it comes to slowing down, like, I want to move in slowly to be my normal yeah that's that's what i'm working towards that's quote unquote why i'm stressing and working so much now so that hopefully i can do that later on and i do find myself having more and more opportunities to slow down in between hectic periods i'm also just i'm just struggling to have the hectic period not be so hectic anymore if that makes sense i understand what you mean i I'm worried that I'm not worried. I think it's a very personal thing, depending on, on how you work, your capacity um, of work is, is a very personal thing, right? So you can, you can have peaks and work a, a lot during a, a period of time. Let's say it's one week. You are, you are in the forge every day till late and you can produce a lot and therefore allow yourself to be less productive and relax a little bit more during the, the following two or three weeks. But that, that depends on the clients that are coming to you to ask you to make stuff. I would argue it comes down to how I schedule and plan my time. Mm -hmm. If I schedule and allow for customers to drop in and do spontaneous job for them, then 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 yes, that will add stress to my or that will not add stress to my schedule if I allowed for that slack in the schedule. 
Yeah, but if, if, I'm, if, I, if our schedule is already full and those people come to me, then I very much have the ability of saying no to them. Yeah, but if you say yes, it's going to turn a slow period into a busy period because you are allowing if them that's to what I order want. something. Yeah, it's, if that's what you want. But if I'm you're currently... already in a busy period, you can't take more customers, right? No, exactly. And you don't choose when customers come to you. The only thing that you can decide is if you take the order or not. Yes. So if you are in need of work, money, sometimes you can't say no to those customers because you need the, the job. You But need then the, the issues, Then the issue lies something uh, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. The, then and, it's and in the mistake is, in planning or in uh, the management or a job not being viable. In my case, that's why I have so many big parts of my business. Mm -hmm. I have the grinders I sell. I have the markets and online sales of the products I make. I have custom work and I have classes. Mm -hmm. There's a reason I have those four. Maybe I should try to limit myself to three of those and maybe I will in the future do a lot less commission work. Maybe so that I can have more more time to play and have fun with things I want to do. Mm -hmm. That's something I'm considering. But no, it's really a smart I, I, thing not putting all eggs in one basket. I can lose out on one of these. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. it's, it is that of um, I am not so reliant on one of them that I need to panic to get a hold of every single customer that comes in. I need to work myself to the bone because I don't know where the next paycheck is coming from. Mm -hmm. Having distributed the load so so far out in so many different things that are very much not related to each other. They yeah. build upon each other if I do them all well. But commission work, generally speaking, comes from people who might not be buying anything else from me. In your in your mm. specific case, that's that's absolutely right. And I think it's a yeah, good yeah, thing. Yeah, and I can only talk for me and my no, business. No, no, but my yeah, I, I, I say that because you have... You added diversity or, or um, for lack of a better word, uh, um, several yeah. businesses. I diversified It, my business. Yeah, that, that, that's what mm -hmm. you did. Some mm -hmm. people don't and, and only rely on one kind of product. Yeah. It can, it can, I'm not going to talk about me, but let's let's talk about our friend Heidi, who's uh, a potter and making a lot of pottery. Even though those pottery are different, it's still pottery that she needs to make and sell. If she has a big order at some point and it's good for her business, she's going to have a peak in activity, right? Yeah. She, she will be required to create, let's say, 100 pieces, as she recently did. Um Which was amazing. It, it, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because it's, it's an insane amount of work and, and it's added to a day job and everything else in life. What I mean is that when, when a client comes to you to give you that kind of, of order or make that kind of request, If you are only relying on one kind of product that you are you are doing making, it's very rare that you can say, "Oh no, fuck off! I don't want your job now because I'm allowing myself to slow down just because I had a big rush like last month, or because yeah. it's going to be Christmas." 
I totally understand the benefit of slowing down when you can, but there is also times where you can't. I, I feel like we are kind of contracting two completely different aspects. Like, I mean, for me, for me, there is very li uh, little difference between my work life and personal life. Yeah. I like the things I have to do in both are equally important. Mm -hmm. uh, it is up to me to balance them out so that I can still make money while I do the things that are personally really important to me mm -hmm. while also being able to have fun and enjoy the work I'm doing. So it's, mm -hmm. it's looping back on itself. Most people are not in that position. Mm -hmm. Most people have work life stressing them out and then personal life stressing them out. Them out. Mm -hmm. You can, and if you're employed with somewhere else, you only really have control over one of those things. You can influence mm -hmm. work, but you only have complete control of your personal life. Yep. Do you agree? And I yeah, think absolutely. that we are taking a lot of that missing work-life balance as the norm for people. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's, so it's... I, I completely get your point, but if you're talking solely about, which I, I think I was starting out as, even though I started mentioning work, it was like, no, it is important to mem remember to slow down yeah. so that you can relax and enjoy life. Yeah, but, uh, for, for me, that includes going to the forge, but I am the weird one. I know that. No, no, no. I, I, I understand. It, it can be, it absolutely can be slowing down for you, even though you're going to the forge, because that's something that you enjoy. The, and, the, and, the, and in my world, that is consciously not trying to work later than six o'clock in the evening, even though I could. Yeah, and your life is is led the way it is. I mean, don't don't take it like it's a it, it it's a, a, um, a bad thing. But mm. you are young, you're single, you don't have a family, you work not, uh, you live not far away from the forge. Yeah. So you can you are absolutely free to balance your life the way you want. Uh, Jan is he has to go to work every day from nine to five, and is uh, him being at work is required from his employer in order to get his money at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. He is not free to manage his time as as he, he wants. Ah, pretty much. I have pretty free. You have freedom. Yeah, you have freedom. Yeah, yeah, but I can say it's like, well, I'm only doing half a day today because I feel like it, like that, that won't fly. But um, I, I'm pretty free in how I manage my customer visits. No, but what I find actually remarkable but you have about to show rest, to, to, I have to, to show up but, and to your customers, you are, you, you are not course, free to stay of, at home if you decide to do. No, but I'm I'm doing I'm making the appointments with the customers, and if I have other stuff to do, an appointment in the evening, then I will not take a customer appointment at that day. Okay, so you're a bad example, but let's 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 say someone is working in a factory or. Uh, I mean, I worked hard to get to that point where I can do that. No, absolutely. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from you. But the kind of job that I'm ref I'm referring to is the kind of job that you have to show up at nine. You go out at five, and that's that every that single day. Job, yeah. Yeah, and you have to be on site every single day, so you are not. Mm -hmm free to choose when you are at home and therefore relaxing and therefore slowing down. You're always at least with the minimum amount of stress that being in the office at work at the factory or on site 
uh, creates for yeah. you. Exactly. So the balance that you you want in your life and you are trying to get when you are when when we are seeing slow down can only happen if your work uh, load is is reduced because it's that period of the year where everybody's slowing down, so therefore your job is slowing down as well. But most of the time, when that happens, it's the opposite. That's in your private life that that everything accelerates because you have to go shopping for Christmas. You have to go see the family and therefore you're not able to slow down and to relax because it's like, it's like two, two containers full of one is full of water. And when one is empty, it, it, the, the water flows to the other container. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like it goes a little bit back to what you said earlier, Red, about, if you are dependent on saying yes to every single job coming in, mm -hmm. you're doing something wrong. If, if you're already at peak capacity, whether mm -hmm. that is in personal life and responsibilities there or in work life and responsibilities there, you are at peak capacity. You, Maybe I'm you, you can't say yes to more. Maybe I, I, I misspoke when I or, or didn't explain that much uh, uh, when I talked about that. But let, let's take the example. I got an email uh, last week from a mm. customer asking me if I was able to do a custom job. Pretty complex. That would take some time and therefore that would make a lot of money yeah. to me or my business. Um, I, I answered yesterday, um, today. Uh, I was busy last week. I couldn't. So I, I answered yesterday. The first thing that I asked him is what's your deadline? Mm. What do you want exactly? So it was not, yeah. what do you want exactly? Can we talk about the money? And then what's your deadline? First thing was, when is your deadline? Mm. When do you want it for? Because it will um, influence the price that I'm going to give him. And the, the day I will start working on a project, if it, it goes uh, well between the two of yeah. us. My thinking was, fuck you, it's Christmas. I'm not going to do it now. So yeah. if your deadline is not having that for next week, I'm not going to work on it before mid-January. Mm. Okay. So I've decided to take some, some time off work and to slow down a little bit because it's Christmas. I want to be with the kid. I want to be with the family. Mm. Therefore, I'm not going to work even though a client is coming. But take another situation. I'm full. My calendar is full. January, February, March, I'm full with orders, custom. Yep. I'm very busy. I have to mm -hmm. do something. I'm, I can't choose to not have clients at that moment. I will I'll still will have clients coming to me during these three months saying, hey, can you make me this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My choice can be, yes, I can. And I, I take more work. So I am more stressed and I make more money, but I have to hurry and, and maybe not do as good as a job I would do if I was working more slowly. I can say no, so I refuse the money, I refuse the job, or I can say, come back in two months. And mm. from my experience, the come back in two months w does not happen. When you say come, in, come, into, come back in two months to people, they don't come back. But this because is they just... want their shit now 
and and they are in a hurry and they will find someone else or they will yeah. forget about that or yeah. whatever whatever but this is this is the same especially as my, like exactly as in my job on Rasmus's you only have so much time this is why we have our project management systems that why mm -hmm. we have our like outlook calendars and crm systems it's basically i have my appointments with the customers i have projects i fill those projects in yeah. i know kind of out of experience how long a project takes with for completion and this is how i fill my calendar and i have to do the exact same thing i have customers coming up and says well we need some visit. we have a new project and i know that the manufacturing the lead time of the products for delivery is mm. eight months and if they need it in four i have to tell them we can't do it within that time how yeah. do they take that though that that's what i'm uh, they can either take it or go to somebody else's center and probably hear the same thing with they ordering at, like depending on what they want I mean, okay. it's, it's just, you have to, I mean, I'm polite when I'm explaining it to him, but I yeah. did this, there's a physical law behind it. I cannot mm -hmm. change that. I yeah. cannot push, like, we try, like sometimes it's possible to push another project back. That would be the same for you. If you have somebody that has given you a contract for some leather work, where mm -hmm. you know it's the same size or time frame, what you mm -hmm. can do is call that person up and it's like, is this your deadline or do you just would like it there and can we push it back a little bit? And then you can put the more important thing. Like we do that all the time with good customers we have when orders come in. We juggle orders a lot because we cannot fulfill the order. Like the, the, this is something where communication is key. Do not mm. stress. But this is also work that has to be taken in consideration. I understand completely what you said. I fully agree with you. I would argue, though, that in your business, it's very specific machines, it's very specific technology, and it's... it's. Um, no, no, we have plenty of uh, other companies that do the same shit we do. It's not a bottle opener, it's something that that is manufactured and it's precise and requires a, a lot of knowledge, and therefore no, there's a lot of money involved. The yeah, type still... of product being sold doesn't matter, it is the category. Yeah. So, in John's industry, certain laws of physics apply to make sure that they can deliver the quality of goods required, right? In, in yeah. mine as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But if you go to a baker, they can have, to have fresh bread for you in the morning every single day. Mm -hmm. If you go to Jan's company, you want something special, special or even something that's just not on the shelf it's a certain amount of weeks lead time until that physically can be done. It's basically, I, you can again, compare it one to one to commission. I, I agree and I understand, yeah? but we're not okay. talking about thousands of euro of machine that obviously, you know, I understand that you will have to wait for a little bit longer. It's we're talking about like 50 bucks leather belts, for example, no, we, just we a have, basic example. No, we have competitors to do it. The exact same thing. If you can't give to your customer what they want right away, mm -hmm. there is 200 other sellers on Etsy or whatever that provide the same product as you are providing. Yeah, but they already yeah. are 200 other sellers. Yes. yes. So if they are coming to you and you are not saying yes right away to their thing, they say, oh, man, it's not a, the difference between your product and someone else's product is mm -hmm. not that big of a deal for them because it's only a 50 bucks. Still, belt. no difference, they no will difference to my products. No, no difference to my products. The exact same thing. The gauges that I sell, there's 60, 70 other companies, different manufacturers that produce the exact same part that can do the exact same thing. 
So why do they stick to you and not go to the? Not the all of guy? them do, but I still, I'm. We, there's still the laws of physics that it cannot be changed. So, in for my sake, the 90% of the custom jobs I get asked about, a welder could do. Mm -hmm. So why do they come to you? Because they find me first. Because I answered first. Yeah. And if you there's say no, what do you think about will happen? Well, that's the thing. I never say no to a customer unless it is very much outside of my field of expertise. If it is okay. like a welding job or maintenance job on site, I'm saying, no, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If it is I'm talking about producing something that I can do in my shop, then I say, yes, when is your deadline? How much, when do you need it? What do you need this for? If they say it's not in a hurry, then okay, let's figure out the details. I'll put you on the schedule in three months in six months i'm happy that you're saying that because that's exactly how we work but i was i was kind of doing the devil's advocate to to have yeah. you attention i don't i don't want to be bothered by clients and i say that in the most respect respectful way to my clients but when i'm i i attach so many importance to the quality of my work that i want, don't want to be rushed in finishing a job for a client just in order to be able to start another job for another client. And therefore, the rhythm I'm working at is the rhythm I choose to, to do so, to do it. Exactly like you said, both of you, but I, I wanted to just push you towards the thing because it was fun. And, and it, well done. I, I think it, it made yeah. a good conversation and a good, yeah. good, good exchange between That's the three of us. I just regret that some people can't do it we have we have the freedom to do so raz and i because we are self-employed yeah and because you are working in a good company you are mostly uh yourself no, because because i don't ask my bosses i make it yeah but yeah sure can we do that and i'm like oh no 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 that was <laughs> where, where i was going yeah. at you're responsible responsible for for your your uh, yes. scheduler and your uh, yes. clients meeting so you are taking the 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 mm. appointments and and the, the orders as you say think uh, will fit every everything and and will make everyone happy Mm -hmm. I'm very much with the people that can't do that and have to go to work and can't slow down, especially at the end of the year to spend time with their it family because cold. that's really good, yeah. good, um, good thing to do. We expect and, to go over time and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But, you see, I've, I've been there and I've tried to get the heck out of those companies. Oh, me too. Like, I know that I'm extremely lucky that I managed to do that. Me too. A uh, few, few years back on Thursday, I was working 11 hours straight and coming back, leaving home at 7.12, coming back at 11.32. Mm -hmm. One day I decided, like that, no more. Uh, I, I want to work differently. It's not easy. It's not, hard, it's not an easy decision to make. And, and everything that goes after the decision making, that kind of decision making is hard, is difficult, mm -hmm. is painful sometimes. But fuck. Uh, Time, the only currency we have. So if you don't enjoy life, especially at the end of the year, to be with your loved one, you're doing something wrong. Yep. Something you and should focus on. Perfect. <laughs> I know my cue when I hear it. Yes. <laughs> when it is pointed at me and shouted silently. <laughs> exactly. I like to wave as it, as it passes by. Yeah.
What do you have, guys? I can start. Um, yeah. Yes. It's about a comic that started a long time ago now. Yeah. But now it is on YouTube, or the offshoot of it is on YouTube. Okay. And it is called What If. Mm-hmm. And it is the spin up spin off thing from XKCD that mm-hmm. I forgot his name right now. Uh started a while back. Uh Randall Monroe. That's that's the capilla. He even has a Gulla Park or something named after himself because anyway. Uh YouTube channel. If you like the XKCD kind of a nerdy specific, like absurd view on the world mm-hmm. kind of comics, mm-hmm. and you want to what if questions and more of them, yes. like what happens if you have a mole of moles? A, a what? mole a mole the animal? Yeah. And a mole which is a stupidly large number. Okay. In other words, you end up with a planet consisting of meat parts from moles because they compress and collapse under its own gravity and it gets messy. Nice. You would even like have that. you even have like geothermal effects inside and yeah. lava similar things <laughs> of moles. It gets really messy. All of his things get really messy. Most of the questions of the original What If series mm-hmm. ended up in the world uh, dying in some horrific way. Mm-hmm. Like for example, what happens if the earth itself suddenly stopped spinning okay but the atmosphere didn't oh fuck yeah that's yeah, a guess, different thing oh i've seen yeah, that yeah. actually i think yeah. i've seen that now it's on youtube now it is animated nice yeah. and if you want to know what happens when you have a stupidly good and solid brand mm-hmm. and then you branch off mm-hmm. he's released three videos mm-hmm. he has 160,000 subscribers mm-hmm. as of now mm-hmm First video got nine hundred thousand views today. Mm-hmm. Second has six or seven hundred thousand. Yeah. The, the one that came out two days ago has four hundred thousand views. Nice. That's a fucking well-developed brand, and it oh, is yeah. so good. So yeah, nice. if you want, it, it, the videos are short, a few minutes. Usually, I think all of them are less than five. If you just like really, really scientific and well thought out answers to really stupid questions mm-hmm. that's the channel you should check out yes what if on youtube nice and also xkcd but i assume most people are following that already it's nearly okay. 20 years old now that comic wow okay should i go next yeah. yes please um first of all you know i love a good crpg so uh, Rogue Raider out of the Warhammer universe is out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so I thought I, because I know already I don't have time for it and I kind of want to play the fantasy. So I'm kind of saving uh, the the other games for Christmas. Uh, so I thought I'm going to watch a Let's Play of it. Yeah. And I stumbled over a channel and a guy's name is um, Gamer K Nube Place, I believe. It's, it's kind of like weird how the name is written. I'm going to share the link. Uh, the funny thing is he plays on Unfair and everybody who ever played an old cat game, like the, the um, those are the designers of the, the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they made a couple of other ones, like the Pathfinder games, know that it's a brutal difficulty. Like, abs- like Unfair is actually unfair if you play it. And um, <laughs> so and he's doing it with achievements. So I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. I'm going to watch that. And it is really entertainment. And his playstyle is not bad. So like nothing to complain about it. But it is 
a role-playing game. There is a shit ton of lore. Everybody who knows Warhammer knows that there's like a ton of stuff. So in the it's first... Too it's too much. Yeah, in the first couple of games he played, or the first couple of episodes, <laughs> almost none of it is voice acted, and he has to read it. No. And he goes at like one point, he interrupts in the middle of it, and it's like, fuck, I'm going to get a glass of water. There's <laughs> a cut, and he comes back. So let's continue. And then at the end, he goes like, damn, that was 12 minutes of nonstop reading. And it's yeah. funny because it's not like he's he is immersed in the game and you know, you, you kind of realize that he knows a lot about the lore, but it's mm -hmm. just funny because he's kind of like while reading it a little bit or like bitching, complaining, not about the difficulty of the game, but like, <laughs> Oh no, like he clicks the next person and you see the options of the conversation and you can hear like, Oh God. <laughs> and then he starts reading it. <laughs> so it's really entertaining. I, I like the guy and he's uh, he doesn't have a lot of subs uh, subscribers. I would actually have to check. So he's at five and a half K subscribers, mm -hmm. but he has 3.4 K videos. And I only know the rogue trader, um, the, the rogue trader one, uh, but he has a ton of other ones uh, that, that look interesting. So uh, yeah, that that's my focus of this week because I just started watching a, like yesterday, I believe. And I find it really entertaining. What was his name again? Gamer, and then it's an either Noob Place or it's K Noob Place. Okay. I'm going to put that directly into the chat. Nice. Probably a good idea. How about you, Red? Um, I have two very cool. Um, you remember I talked a lot about God of War Ragnarok uh, in the past episode because I, that's a game I, I played last winter and I really enjoyed it and it, it's fun, it's well done and everything. Uh, everything. We had, it's everything. Everything, exactly. Uh, we had a good surprise the other day to have a free DLC um, to Ooh. God of War Ragnarok which the DLC is actually called Valhalla, uh, okay. and and it's 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 good. It's just a little bit more of the same thing, but fun with the characters that um, are very important in 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 this game, and it's it's fun. So yeah, if you've enjoyed uh, God of War Ragnarok uh, and you didn't know that there was a free DLC, now you know. Uh, hmm. yeah. Go charge it and 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 have fun. Uh, the second one, quick one. That's the end of the year. It's Christmas. We've talked about uh, slowing down, taking time off, or at least a break, or, or aim to less productivity in order in order to enjoy life and your beloved ones. Um, so my focus will be um, this week specifically to all the people that are working to allow us to have fun and to have a break, uh, especially people in restaurants and in shopping centers that are working their butt off for, to make us uh, have a time off and, and a break. Policemen, firemen, firemen and nurses and that keep the country, your country, the world running, uh, including my wife. She will be working on 
Saturdays and Sundays till the end of the year because people actually apparently need to spend their money on Sundays afternoon. So that's yeah, silly. That that is. But yeah, thanks to them, and and uh, I hope they will be able to to take a break as well. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Hmm. And that's it. Do we have any last little tiddly bits? Uh, let me think. No. I do. Go for it. Uh, uh, I will be in Stockholm on New Year's Eve. Traveling again? Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's been too long. It's been too long. It's <laughs> <laughs> three months since I left the country or something silly like that. Uh, yeah, three days. <laughs> um, so yeah if I, I know i know i know probably we have a couple of people in stockholm i'll try to reach out to a few people but i will be dancing in stockholm all nice. of new year's eve weekend and hopefully i'll be able all to, night long uh, all night all morning all day no but yeah is that a thing that you are kind of going through new year's dancing because that's something we did back back in the days when we were young like starting december 31st at like 11 p.m and going through the night dancing uh, and and partying i and haven't thought that far ahead yet okay. what i do know is that i'm going to a west coast swing event which will start on thursday and finish monday morning oh shit okay and like so this will be a lot of classes and during the day and then a lot of social dancing and competitions during the evening and night mm. but also because at least west coast swing people if not like swing people or dance people are crazy in general mm -hmm. dance floor doesn't shut down until six o'clock the morning after yeah so, that's so depending on how crazy i feel uh yes i might be dancing all night long nice stay hydrated nice yeah. yeah, but no, yeah, I was going to say, I'm finally hoping to make it to the Vasa Museum in Stockholm. Because I've been nope. to Stockholm a few times now, but I've been too busy dancing and, and shit to actually remember to go there. But mm. this year, I have high hopes that I will make it on Friday. I think will be the good day for it. Cool. Then we okay. can't wait to hear from you in January from your Swedish swinger party. Mm -hmm. Not a swinger party, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> But if there is a swinger party, you can hear about it at <laughs> patreon.com slash two-thirds focused. Well done. And you can find me at Rasmus Lewin and Lewinsmeer.no. And you can find me at the Rasmus or Rasmus everywhere on the internet, most specifically at therasmus.com. And you can find me and Jan Maxwell or Norton Vendor on YouTube or Insta. Wonderful. Cool. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank you, everyone. Merry Christmas. Have a great time. Have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>